Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. On January 19th, 2022, for BBDO and AT&T Radio, Add ID AXWR0975000. Spot title Fiber Lifestyles Meet the Walkers BAU60. 60, 60 second radio. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. Welcome to another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Say hello to the Walkers, a family of not one but four gagillionaires, each living up their gagillionaire life at ludicrous internet speed. First up, Anna Walker. She dominates streaming like the matriarch she is. No show ever goes unwatched under her watch. Next episode. Next up, Peter Walker. There's no stopping this dad bod from showing up to his virtual workout sessions. Oh, let's go leg day. And finally, the Walker twins. They may look alike but couldn't internet more differently. Harry dominates his fellow online gamers while Heather group video chats with friends. Ooh, nice background filter, Jess. Live like a gagillionaire. Get internet that upgrades everything. AT&T Fiber, now with speeds up to 5 gigs. 
Limited availability in select areas. Speeds not guaranteed. Single device wired speed. Max 4.7 gig per second. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's 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 get to this Ravens-Steelers um, game. I saw some of the Steelers tweet out, Eric Ebron is their tight end. This is BS, you know, and... I know Ebron from Detroit. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw, now, like, yeah. look, I, I understand in the moment, in the moment. And and by the way, it, it appears if they have more positive tests, instead of playing this game, and if you, you missed the news yesterday, they moved the game to Sunday at 115. So in the early window, there's supposed to be an NBC game. My guess is with more positive tests, this thing's going to be pushed back to week 18 or something. But they got to find a way to slide this thing in because, I, you know, otherwise I don't. The Ravens were already depleted anyway. I right. just I don't know if they'll have enough guys, but but whatever. I, I the the i the idea that the NFL or first of all the NFL by moving it, they screw NBC because NBC would have had a huge number on Thanksgiving night, right? Um, they also do the same to Fox and to CBS because now NBC has a better game name wise in that opening in that early window that that rating will, you know, suck some of the numbers from CBS and from Fox. So the idea that the NFL, there's, like, people are out to get the Steelers. Like, dude, you guys are undefeated. You're having a great year. You just got to roll with it a little bit here. That's what I don't get. I mean, everybody else, everything is fluid, Doug. We don't know, right? And, and, and I've been critical of the NFL. I remember there was a game, I think, the Patriots played a game where there were some positive tests and they went along with the game. And I thought, well, why are they doing that when they've been postponing other games? But they went along with that game. And in this case, I give I, I give the NFL credit. This is not the game you want to move. Thanksgiving night, you know, all the eyeballs, everything else going on. You don't want to stop that game if, if you didn't have to. I think the NFL is doing it right. All these people have tested positive. You can't go through with it. I understand from the Steelers' uh, standpoint, uh, this would have been, you know, they played Thursday night, then they would have gotten three or four days off, you know, until maybe come back on Monday. So so they lose out on that, which I get. But it sounds awful, tone deaf, given the state of where we are in this country and this world during the pandemic. It's, it's uh, over a football game, dude. Yeah, I just can't get it. Well, I mean, like, look, I, I this is one of the things about social media which it can be you can view it as a good thing, right? There's there's no filter of a PR. The bad thing is that you know it's the old Herm Edwards, right? Uh, just don't press send. Like, right. dude, just take a breath and start to real. I I fully understand. Uh, I was listening to Jeff Schwartz, who was co-hosting uh, Outkick the coverage before when driving in. I fully understand the idea of hey, you thought you were gonna have five day weekend. And you're going to work Thanksgiving. Like, all right, we get the, get it all adjusted. We'll have dinner tomorrow. We'll have dinner after the game with the kids or whatever. And then we have the weekend off. And they haven't had an off week. Like, I, I get it. Right? Um, but, again, it's just the idea of let's take a breath. Right? Inhale, exhale. Realize all the other things. Realize, you know, it's the, that's, that's actually what Thanksgiving's supposed to be about, where you realize, like, okay, this might suck, but we still live in America. Got it. We're on an undefeated football team. We are relatively healthy. Yes. We might not even play this weekend. And oh yeah, by the way, like whenever we play the Ravens, they're going to be depleted. 
and we're we're going to have a week. We're going to have the, be the only team with a week off heading into the playoffs because they've they've changed the buy the buy thing with the with only one team having a buy. I just it the idea of Thanksgiving is to stop, take a breath, and be thankful. And I think the Steelers missed that, but it's part of part of what social media provides, which is cutting out the filter and get how people really feel in that moment. And unfortunately, guys feel in that moment in kind of an immature fashion. I I just I also think that we have this thing to where we we want to think everybody's out to get us, right? It's like it's one of the the deals with the election where like we want to think that things are rigged and things right. are <laughs> and you know it's really not. It's really really not. It's the scientists and doctors said, hey, man, Thanksgiving, there's going to be a second wave. It's going to be bad. Turns out there's a second wave. It's bad. We're all just trying to protect the sport so that we can get through and get to the playoffs and have a Super Bowl and maybe, maybe have people at the Super Bowl and you're so caught up in yourself that you want to tweet about it. Like, I, I understand it, but I just think it's not the greatest look when you're the undefeated team and the other team is the team with with all the positive tests. And, and the other part, Doug, is, uh, and I use this t- tone death from what what's the reality for everybody else and what people are going through. Right. I, I get it. It's a football game. I get it. It's their livelihood. They make millions of dollars. I, I, I get all that. People are out here struggling with no jobs and, and uh, family members who have passed. I mean, just... just do you look on Facebook and I can't get over how many messages I've read, you know, from the people who uh, are friends of mine, you know, on Facebook, whether I know them or not personally, but it's amazing. Wait, how are they how- your friends if you know them or not? Well, but you know, like you could ask to be fr- to oh, like a Facebook me. friend, Facebook friend. That's okay. what I mean. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so I see a lot of stuff, but I just can't get over how many people have been touched by it. Uh, Chris Boussard, my radio partner on the odd couple, Lost his father-in-law, you know, this year to COVID. I mean, it, it's touched a lot of people, and it just seems insensitive. That's all. I, I, I get it, and, and they're just thinking about themselves at that time, Doug, the disappointment yeah. of that game and that moment, and then some days off. I, I do, but you need to pause, think about it. How is this going to look to the people who don't have jobs and who have lost loved ones. Well, I, I would say, I, you know, the, the pushback, this is the Dan Patrick Show, brought to you by Mercedes-AMG Driving Performance, Rob Parker, Doug Gottlieb, and for Dan the Dennett. I would say, like, if we had the uh, legit discussion, it's one of the things that sports has provided, right? Like, if we do go into, like, in L.A. County, obviously we're in some form of uh, stay-at-home uh, 10 o'clock order, and I, I don't really understand why you can't eat outside at a restaurant, but whatever, uh, like, let's just kind of get through it, people. But the the um, it's fascinating to me uh, that I, I sports do provide an escape. Like if we're stuck at home, it's so much better when there's sports on TV. And that was going to be a fun game. That was going to be a game of two teams that don't like each other. And as much as the Steelers record wise seem dominant over the Ravens last time was a four point game in which Lamar Jackson had the ball a chance to, to win it. So and it, and, and the, and the other games an, suck. Right. And the Steelers got four turnovers in that game to win by four, if, if you remember that. Yes, right. yes. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I actually think four people who are out of work. But, yes, the, the lack of perspective, it's not the strongest look. Do I think it's – do I do I think Eric Ebron and Chase Claypool are bad people for being ticked? Like, nah, I think that's that's real and that's understandable. I just think that next time they could kind of pause a little bit and and have a better feel for – 
all that all that's going on. What's what's left is your Lions. What's left is the Texans, which oh, I man. thank thankfully we'll get to that. What's left is the Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. You could you couldn't pick two worse games for real for people to watch on Thanksgiving. I almost think that's the genius to it. You I think almost so. Think that, I don't well, think like, so. Are you gonna watch? Uh yeah, I'll watch. I'll you know put it is? on. This is I'll like this on. is like Tyson Roy Jones. There's no reason to watch Mike. What people forget, Mike Tyson has we we've created this kind of mythical lore of Mike Tyson because when he first came into the boxing world, everybody was scared to death. I mean, he came in with just that towel, right, and oh. no socks, black shoes, and he would and the the fight was over before it started, right. But I, if you remember, Mike Tyson was a bad fighter. At the end of his, he, the reason he bit Evander Holyfield's ear was he was frustrated because. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues. And they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, and odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Getting his ass kicked, right? <laughs> so he was bad. I thought Roy, he was hungry. Yeah, but Roy Jones was bad, like... Roy Jones was. I actually played a professional basketball game against Roy Jones. Did you in that? What was that? At that um, USBL. USBL. Yeah, right. He had, he had thirty-one in a game. He took thirty-one shots, but he had he had thirty-one. Wow. I'll tell. We can tell that story later. But, but those these are two guys that were washed up fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, and they're going to have a fight, which they're not going to score, but they're going to whatever, and people are going to buy. It. I guess the thing is that it's it's one of those. In football, one, you could bet on it. Two, you got fantasy football. And three, it doesn't matter what the NFL puts on. We watch. We just do. People say, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. I don't. The Pro Bowl outrates NBA, NBA playoff games. They just watch. And so, yeah, that is, it is, it, these, are, these are not good games. But maybe that only proves the NFL's power and their point. Like, yeah, we can throw whatever on. At Lions, Cowboys, you can watch. You can watch. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this 
and connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, let's bring in Sean Merriman, of course. Lights out, great player, rookie of the year in the National Football League. Covers a tough guy. To, huh? Yeah, of course he's a tough guy. Um, what's uh, Sean, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, s- second of all, what's your reaction to Bruce Arians openly criticizing Tom Brady? Well, I, I just don't believe in that in general. Um, and as much as I'm a Tom Brady hater for life, and I, I'm not afraid <laughs> to admit that, um, I don't think you, you should be doing that because that, that just creates turmoil in the locker room. I mean, we we all got eyes. We can see what the problem is. We we seeing that Tom Brady hasn't completed a, a good pass past 30 yards down the field. We can all we can all tell that, but we don't need the finger pointing in the locker room. I mean, Tom Brady has never been a guy. As, as, again, as much as I like to bash and, and talk crap about Tom, Tom Brady has never been the guy that's called out anybody publicly, not a coach, not a player, um, not anybody on the staff. He's never done that. Um, so I will always give him credit for that. But also, too, you got to look at you knew what you was getting when he got there. You knew what type of uh, player Tom Brady was. And they got all these uh, people who do the statistics and analyze and you know analytics and do everything like that in-house. And you saw that Tom Brady is not a great passer the last five to seven years over 25 yards. You know that. So if you get down there and you don't have a system in place for a guy that's not accurate over you know 30 yards, why would you bring him in? So they created the problem. They had opportunities. I mean, they had opportunities to go get multiple players during the offseason and didn't. You know, you had an opportunity, uh, opportunity to go get Cam Newton. You had an opportunity to get – uh, you know, I think Jameis was there, and I'm not. I'm not saying that either one of these guys is better than Tom. I'm just saying that, that if you have a system where that re- requires you to throw the ball down the field and make big plays, go get that guy. Don't be mad at Tom because he's not accurate over over 20 yards. You you created that problem, Sean. What if also Tom Brady in that game where they lost to the Rams walked off the field, didn't shake Jared Goff's hand, and 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 I I get it. Tom has won a lot, six Super Bowls. A lot of people have crowned the guy. How, I just think it's classless because he's done it before. When he, when he beat Jared Goff in the Super Bowl, of course he was there to shake his hand, but he walked out on Nick Foles during the Super Bowl when Nick Foles played an unbelievable game and won Super Bowl MVP. And earlier this year when Nick Foles beat him again, Tom Brady was a no-show you know, to shake his hand. What do you make of that? And isn't that a bad look for a guy of his his stature? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I got a theory, and I don't know him right, but I've, I've been saying this. Now, um, I always thought that he had something against Nick Foles. Uh, I don't know what that something is or what yeah. Nick Foles said or did. Yeah. I thought he had something personally against Nick Foles. But I felt he also ran off, the, ran off into the locker room again to – make it not about Nick Foles because that's what uh, we talked about for this past year. Mm. Okay. So I, that's, that's we all so so let me can I can we can we let's just flesh this out here. Yeah. Okay, Sean Merriman joined us. Uh Rob Parker, Doug Gottlieb. We're all just for, for just for radio world out there, we all know each other and generally like each other. So like let's let's pretend this is like a little Zoom call. Um Sean, do you think it's he doesn't view Foles on his level? He's like, are you kidding me? This is the guy 
who wins the Super Bowl? Like, I know who Nick, like, and, and I mean, is it, is it, is that possibly it? I mean, what, I'm, I'm trying to get into his mind of what he could have against Nick Foles, who's, by all accounts, seen as a really good dude. Like, I've, I know Nick a little bit. He lives near me in the offseason. I've played hoop with him. He seems like a guy that everybody likes. He's a very religious guy, but warm and friendly. Doesn't seem to be a phony. And, My, and, du- and Doug, he had a most he had an unbelievable Super Bowl game. Right, he had an unbelievable Super Bowl. But like, do you think he's sitting there going like, "Wait, we didn't play Malcolm Butler. This guy is not that good, and he has this unbelievable. He wins a Super Bowl. And uh, if you remember that Super Bowl, uh, other th- the the Patriots actually never punted in it." Brady turned it over to really end the game. He, he misread the defense and got hit. Uh, but they missed a field goal. They missed an extra point. Whatever. I my, my only thing I can think of is maybe he thinks, here's a guy who won a Super Bowl against me, and he's not on my level. Do you have any hypotheses as what it could possibly be? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because you got to understand that after Nick Foles won that game, I mean, people were talking about him like he was the best thing since sliced bread. Right, I mean, we we all put Nick Foles on a pedestal that he shouldn't have never been. He just played the perfect game. They ran perfect play calling. I mean, they caught these guys off guards and the Patriots on their heels the entire time. It was a perfectly called game. And after that game, everybody wanted to crown Nick Foles as as some great quarterback, which he was nowhere close to being. Now, you know, Tom Brady, uh, looking looking at from his standpoint. I would be I would be pissed too, but not pissed enough to go and just shake the man's hand. So I, when when that happened, I just feel like it was something a little bit more personal. Maybe something Nick Foles said or did. And, and like you said, I've I've seen him. You know, he's had great religious rants <laughs> right after the game. Until he, I can tell what kind of guy he is. But you know, there has to be something else there in order for him to do that because it can't be because you just won one game against them it has to be something more and in my I, I just have this strange feeling that it was always about Nick Foles always about Nick Foles and now Tom Brady has to run off the field to someone else to take it not about Nick Foles I just don't be, I just don't believe that uh Tom Brady with the spotlight on him and him knowing that the backlash he's going to get by not shaking another guy's hand will continuously do it so I I just have to feel that he has to do something to mix it up and, and and Sean, there's no way Tom. The people say the minions who will support Tom Brady. Oh well, he's just frustrated. He, he didn't play well, and he's just mad. My point is, if they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, and Tom Brady doesn't play well, do you think he'll run off the field and not shake Patrick Mahomes' hand? No. No way. No, not at all. Wait, 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 no, wait. not at all. Rob, it, you can't it, give me a no it, way, no how? I mean, it's, I mean, it's uh, like 6.30 in the morning. No way, no, no, no how no, it, on this Thanksgiving it, Day morning. All right. I'm waiting for Look, he's gone, up, he's gone up to Drew, to Drew Brees. He's gone up to other great quarterbacks. He's gone up to some guys who are not great quarterbacks. I just think that Tom has a certain level of respect for certain guys. Um, and, and it's not anything uh, – you know, he's not like a sore loser. I just believe that he had he picks and chooses who he show respect to. And if that was anybody else other than Tom Brady, we will be slamming him all over the place. But you know, his supporters and people who just love him to death will support him no matter what. But it's it's at the end of the day, it just it's not right. You, you know, there's something I want to ask you about. Sean Merriman, our guest, Rob Parker, Doug Gottlieb, in for for, for Dan and the Danettes. Um, one of the things lost in that game 
is the Rams appear to be really good, right? And what the Rams did to the Buccaneers is kind of similar to what the Giants did to the Patriots in the Super Bowl uh, both times, which is the ability to get to Tom Brady without blitzing, right? And by the way, this is what the Rams did to the Seahawks is they could – they could get to Russell Wilson without blitzing. And a lot of this comes down to Aaron Donald and his, his dominance, which attracts a double team and sometimes even more. Um, look, you were great at what you did, Sean. You came off the edge. You weren't the interior pass rusher. But you weren't able to sustain it for nearly as long because of, because of injury. I'm just wondering, from a guy who's been down in those trenches, who 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 does Aaron Donald compare to? Because he's so he's unbelievably dominant at a position that we don't normally recognize as such. You can't compare him to anybody because we haven't seen anything like this. And I played with some great D tackles. You know, I played with a guy by the name of Jamal Williams, who was a who's more of a big guy who took up two blockers in the three four scheme. And then I went to Buffalo and played with Cal Williams. And Cal Williams, I mean, look, if Buffalo had a uh, you know, winning years, and they had more TV games, we would put Kyle Williams up there as some of the greatest D tackles of all time, but he's not talked about enough because they didn't get to shine. So, and I just, and he's, you know, he's a Pro Bowl player, but he would have won multiple Pro Bowls if, if Buffalo uh, had more visual and things like that, had more TV games. There, we haven't seen anything like Aaron Donald before because this guy is doing this. Pro, people don't understand, being outside linebacker to have, you know, double digit sacks every year. If you're really good, you know that seems about right. You have doing what he's doing for the interior, and knowing that you're coming into the game and he's going to get double and triple teamed, and the way he gets so creative to get skinny uh, between that guard and that center, to, to turn his hips and explode through guys and play mind games and, and run stunts and go and hit an opposite guard on the other side that's not looking, just so you can blow another guy up and get there still. It's just he's gotten so creative and so dangerous that he, like Lawrence Taylor did long, long time ago, man, and the way people block him and how he, you know, the reason why the short pass game and quick game was created was because of Lawrence Taylor. And what's happening, what we're seeing right now with Aaron Donald, they're about to change the game. They're going to start having to do something that they've never done in the history of football in order to block him. Sean, uh, today is, of course, Thanksgiving, and one of the traditions in the NFL is that the Detroit Lions play. Doug and I are going to talk about this later on in the show. but uh, And this has been going on. The Lions first played a Thanksgiving Day game back in 1934, so it's longstanding. I covered 20 years of those games. But is it time for the Lions to be off and, and maybe somebody else? Should we end this tradition of the Lions being our Thanksgiving Day uh, pregame because – pre-meal game that we've watched all these years they have to <laughs> you know they have to look i stopped watching the lines of thanksgiving when barry sanders retired you know like right um you know and i, and I love watching megatron and, and matthew Stafford and, and things like that they've been excited but I, I just like man what did they sign a 55 year deal I, I just don't know and understand um how the games aren't more competitive because as we all know people watch uh, the, the games for stars, right? I mean, the, the NFL has kind of turned into the NBA as far as uh, the stardom and what, being able to watch a Patrick Mahomes and being able to watch, uh, you know, big-time quarterbacks and running backs and playmakers. I mean, we that's what the NFL is now. So when that's the case, you have to have them on one of the most important parts of the year um, and, and make it enjoyable 
uh, for these, especially these tough times we're going through. We need to see some. We need to see some stars and some excitement. I don't. I just don't think that enough people are going to be sitting in front of the TV to watch the watch the Lions. Sean Merriman, join us. You got the Lights Out podcast. Uh, what's what's on the latest Lights Out podcast? Yeah, we just had Tyron Woodley, man. We, uh, you know, as, oh, as, as you guys incredible. know, Rob, we talked about it. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm heavy into the MMA. I got my my uh, Lights Out Extreme fighting my MMA league, which should be getting back up here as soon as our uh, our governor get his stuff together <laughs> in California. Um, but uh, yeah, so I had Tyron Woodley, and we just talked about his last his last fights, man, and and him wanting to fight everybody he lost again. So. Um, I'm interested. I can't wait to see what's uh, what's going to happen here when we get back up and going again. Yeah, uh, you going to buy Tyson and Roy Jones? No way, no how. I, I know am. you're not going to buy that, Sean. I'm, please, I'm, just... I am. Wow. I am. I am because you know. Look, I, I oh, and I always said this, right? I don't care how old Mike Tyson is. He always going to have one punch that's going to be able to knock you out, and that I'll pay for. So. Uh, you know, and then also, you know, I don't know if you guys into it, but Jake Paul, Jake Paul is also fighting Nate Robinson, I think, on that card. And uh, I got a chance to tr- to train with uh, with Jake Paul and train the DJ. Okay, can he? Does he have any chance? Uh, Jake Paul is going to probably knock Nate Robinson out somewhere in the late first, early second. Really? More, more than likely. I, I just because Nate, now, now Nate, Nate. I mean Nate. I, I mean Nate was known in NBA circles as a dude who you didn't want to mess with. Now, part of it is little guys have nothing to lose. Exactly. Right? Like, nothing to lose. But but Nate was Nate was the guy who could flip the switch on you. But you really think Jake Paul's really going to get him? Yeah. After Jake Paul win, I mean, we've been pushing him to go pro. I think he should turn to be a pro no. boxer. He's that good. I think he has a shot. Um, he has a, a former pro uh, trainer and I've watched him over this last two years in, in personal workouts and sparring matches against some of the pros. I think he should go pro after this fight. Wow. Sean, Sean if you could fight anybody in the uh, media, who would you fight? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's, there's several. I thought so. Okay. We're having connection issues. Uh oh. Uh oh. We're having connection issues with Sean Merriman. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. It would have been them talking crap with me when I was playing. I'm good with everybody now. But back when I was playing, I had. I got a couple of people I would love to lay out. All right. <laughs> hey, Sean. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Thanks. For happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, Sean Merriman. Uh, uh, that was fun. Us. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What up? Welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes as... uh, You know, Thanksgiving is supposed to be about food and family and fun. And honestly, the best sporting event today is probably the one on Fox. Kansas taking on Gonzaga in both teams opening <laughs> basketball wow. game. Cause no, I'm just, I'm saying like, that's a great college basketball game with two teams that could win a national championship. Could have won it in the last year with some new pieces this year. And that's better than the NFL games. Cause the, the big NFL game we were supposed to have was Ravens Steelers. And that won't be played until Sunday if it's played it's Sunday because there's more positive tests coming out of the Ravens. Uh, no doubt. And, Doug, before we uh, move and talk about football and Tom Brady, just curious. Yeah. You're married, have a family. Is your wife a good cook? Because everybody, you know, my late mom was an excellent cook. And I just remember, like, uh, you know, 
all the good meals and cakes and pies and everything she used to make. Is your wife a good cook? Yes. Oh, amazing. Unbelievable. That's, that's <laughs> Rob, that's the do I look fat in these pants question. <laughs> I'm just asking. I actually have a daughter. Uh, uh, my daughter, Grace, is she's our culinary specialist. Like She okay. is so excited about today. I said she's, she's so she been, loves to cook yes, and help out. How yeah, old is Grace? She's 14. Okay. So I've, I have uh, twin 14 year old daughters. Um, and her sister actually, she, she has a couple things she likes to make. She's, she, she loves mashed potatoes. She's going to make the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. But Grace is like, she's got the whole meal planned out. And she, you know, she watches YouTube and cooking shows and whatever. Like, we're actually, we think like she may, culinary may be her thing. Uh, but she's, very, very excited. She makes mocktails and cocktails as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, Grace is more, and, and I love to cook. I, I, I don't have any kids, but I'm sure as, as Doug, to see like one of your kids like latch on to something, like you know what I mean? And, and, and you can see like, you know, this might be her path. This, she might open up a to- restaurant. To- or, to- totally, because, right? yes. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so Grace and I... Um, I would say people think think we look alike. She doesn't think so. <laughs> she doesn't think so. She's right. got kind of uh, sandy brown blonde hair with her curly hair, but um, we, we both have the same color eyes. There's parts of our features that look uh, alike, but right. she doesn't like any of the things, many of the things that she likes. I, I'm not, she doesn't, she's not into sports at right. all. Right. She, she likes the Panthers because she's a big, she has a cat. She loves all kinds of cats. Okay. Right. That's, um, but, but music, we can talk some music, although I'd have no sort of understanding. She plays instruments. She has a musical ear. Um, but the thing that we do like, we both love to cook. Okay. And I mean, love to cook. So I think the first thing is that it's something you can relate to with your kid. Like we'll both stand around. And neither of us like to clean when we cook. Uh, so that's a problem. But we both love to, we love to cook and try each other's food. And, you know, she... There's certain spices that she likes that nobody else likes in our family, but she, anyway, she pushes the envelope. So I think that's the first cool thing. The second thing is the other part that you mentioned, which is like, look, you kind of got to help them find their passion. Yes. And her twin sister is a very high level horse rider. And, and they, she wants to, she thinks she wants to ride horses, but it's hard because she's constantly comparing herself to her twin sister and they're nothing alike as, as people. And so, yes, I agree with you. That is, it's one of the great parts about it is something that she's pretty good at, she's passionate about, and if you can find a way to foster it and say, hey, you know, you're pretty good at this. And people do like, like everybody likes her food. So, mm, that's um, awesome. but, you know, she's she's a mess. So I know what I'm I'm coming home to, but she'll <laughs> she'll wake up soon and start texting me about throwing the bird in. She wants to smoke the bird. Uh, I think the other members of the family are like, let's just be safe and bake the bird and so we'll see who kind of wins out when, when, when I when I get home. Did you like to cook with your kid? I I did not. I like to eat. Um, I know how to cook because my mom taught me. You know, like Mine to be, too. which which worked out to be good because I wound up getting divorced and being a bachelor. I do need to know how to cook a little something. But my mom taught me. She used to write me recipes when I went away to college. She wrote me recipes of, to make a couple of meals for myself, and uh, so she was really the cook. And uh, but she taught me, so I know a little bit. Yeah, my mom. My mom worked when I was a kid, and so she taught me how to cook, so that when I came home as a latchkey kid, I could make myself something to eat. And you know, and so that's one of the things that I've been big on teaching our kids is just the basics of how to cook. 
And my son's not not great. He's the only one who doesn't doesn't cook. He'll make a microwave burrito and he'll make popcorn. <laughs> right. And that, that's about it. But my daughters do. They they can, you know, the other one can can cook some, and she makes some good little stuff. Whatever. She likes salt a little bit too much. I mean, she made some broccoli last night. I'm like, man, where's the where's the broccoli? I just taste the salt. <laughs> but uh, but yes, I I I was I, I was the same. This is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Your favorite side dish Thanksgiving is what. Uh, I would say it would be um, sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. like just mashed sweet potatoes. Delicious. Now you want now do candy yams? You still do the sweet potatoes instead? Yeah, I, I'll do both. I like both, but but I, I could do like I'll do a sweet potato like a baked potato. Yeah, you know what I mean. Put it in a microwave, smash it, and uh, put some butter on top, and I'm good. All right, all right. I can't I can't find any fault with that. I mine. Uh, I love the dressing. I love you know, dressing is stuffing, not stuffed right. inside the, the turkey. I love the dressing. It just, it, you know, you put some turkey on its own is good. Put it with some dressing. Put it with some. I like that. I like the cran, uh, the canned cranberry. I don't, Do you really? I never yes. like cranberry sauce. I don't no, either. I don't like the sauce. I like the little, you know, the little with it actually has like the can marks when you take it out. Right. Get, right. I, I actually like that with the turkey and with the dressing. Okay, that's that's a personal. That's point. a traditional meal, right there. It is a traditional meal. I'm a. Well, let right. me tell you who's been playing like a turkey. Can okay. we do that? Yeah, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> Doug, let's just be honest. You're calling, this the, was you're a, calling the corner. Yes, yes, indeed. I, I just, I'm not so sure that Tom Brady's going to finish out the second year in Tampa. I'm really not. If this thing continues to go south, and either they get knocked out of the playoffs quickly or don't make the playoffs, which they should. They're 7-4, and four, but it could come undone. The schedule is very favorable for them to win their games and make the playoffs. But uh, and, and the way Bruce Arians has handled him and called him out, even going back to that first game, Doug, against uh, the Saints, you know, where he had some stuff to say about Tom Brady, even way back when, game one. And, and Tom Brady, if he continues to struggle – um, and he has, especially with the uh, long ball and against the better teams and the better defenses, because ultimately when you go get so- and sign Tom Brady, you didn't sign Tom Brady to make the playoffs. You, you, you signed uh, a 43-year-old quarterback with an unbelievable resume and six Super Bowls to try to win a Super Bowl, right? You feel like you have all the other pieces, and if we add this guy add some water, and stir that we're going to go to the Super Bowl. That is what the expectation was, not to make the playoffs for Tom Brady's last two years in the NFL. That, that's not really what it's about. Well, and right now, I don't see them there. You don't think they're going to make the playoffs? I don't see them as a real threat yet uh, in the postseason. I okay. don't. Well, there's, not there's, playing the way that they're playing. There's, there's, a, there's a lot to it, okay? The first thing is, no, he did not play well. Uh, I I think I I have said previously, and I stand by it. It's a bad fit. You have a you have a coach like Tom Brady is about precision. Tom Brady is about accuracy. Everything underneath. In since Randy Moss left New England, who are the guys who have had the most success? Right, whether it's Welker, then Edelman, it was yep. and and Rob Gronkowski. Underneath stuff, finding mismatches for Gronk. You know, all within ten to. 15 yards of the line of scrimmage, precision routes, option routes on, on third down. And that's the opposite of what they're doing. And I, I think in many ways we had it all wrong or 
many people had it all wrong in that. Like, well, uh, you know, and they're they're not wrong in that New England does need needed threats outside the numbers, but he's he doesn't throw outside the numbers. He didn't have to. He just needed the space to do so. I mean, it's and and you're right in his skills on some level have diminished which is why New England turned to try and create a power running game, right? That's why they drafted a first-round running back and loaded up that backfield because they knew they had to create time for him, and the best way to do so was running the football, not with having him stretch the defense down down the field. That just wasn't who who, who he is. And the reason he's had success with, with the Edelmans, the Welkers, the Rache Caldwells, the Troy Browns, is those guys are intelligent wide receivers who know where they're supposed to be and are where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there and catch it when he throws it to them. And what he has now is more talent, but it's guys that are more talent in terms of more traditional true wide receiver routes, not the crossing stuff, not the, you know, not the stuff within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. So I, and then you, you take in how Bruce Arians is always coached. It's a, it's a bad fit. So we don't even truly have a sense of, where Tom Brady is at this point in his career because he's trying to he's trying to use somebody else's remote control to do what he's always done and it ain't it ain't working. I, I like here's the look, you've been blessed in your TV career, but I would guess in your radio and your print career it's been different. But in that who you work for for the most part in terms of on a day-to-day when you're at ESPN, right? When you're on first take. Yep. And back when it was first and 10 and then it was first take, right? Exactly. That was uh, on the cold pizza days. Sure, That's how far back sure. I but, went. But yep. most of that group from Skip, uh, obviously Shannon, you know, Shannon is, is different. But most of that, that group, when you came over to Fox, those people who were in charge, they hired you to be you to do what you do, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Which is brilliant, which is why you've succeeded and your, your reputation has grown. I can tell you from my from when I switched from ESPN to CBS, I was I, like my thing was always like, why did you guys hire me? And I guess I should have asked myself, why did I take this job? Because I was I from my commentary to my style to all the different things I was doing, I'd always done radio, TV, games, studio, right? I'd always done that. They'd never well, had anybody who did all those things, had to juggle those schedules was willing to work more, 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 and had had what I think were strong opinions. They struggled with the fact that I wasn't like anybody they had, and I didn't have somebody who was in management or in production and day-to-day who'd ever worked with me before. So their language and their way of doing things was so different that neither were particularly happy or comfortable for a long time. No, I get that. That makes total sense to me from that standpoint. And, and I see what you're saying with Brady and, and Arians and, and Tampa Bay, but, but you can't be Tom Brady thinking that you're going, to work for, you're going to work for Bill Belichick, who's done it for you for 20 years. Right. You know, like, like I think Brady miscalculated as well. No question. Am I right? That, yes, that, I'm, sure, I'm, sure is, he thought, I'm sure he thought, look, this is the opposite of what I've been doing, right? What I've been doing is regimented. What I've been doing is cold weather, yep. no fun. Go do you know, do your job, whatever. And Bruce Arians is like, look, man, whatever you want to do, we'll do, right? Because that, that's what they always say when they're recruiting. Now, keep in sure, mind, right. keep, keep in mind, Brady wanted to play for the Chargers. Okay, he wanted to play for the Chargers because he had an offensive coordinator that was young that he could really work with that he could mold. 
didn't have somebody, didn't have a head coach who was going to get into his business as far as play calling. They had, not only did they have really good wide receivers, they had a very good tight end. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues. And they're obsessed with college sports, just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are, wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. 
And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. They had good stuff in terms of, you know, Keenan Allen is more of a of an underneath sort of guy than a take-the-top-off guy. Like, I think he went, but it was too far for his wife and too far for his family. And she wanted to do Miami and they weren't any good, right? And he didn't want to do Miami. He don't want to play in the same division as the Patriots. Like, that just didn't make sense. So so Tampa was somewhere in the middle. That was the reason he made the decision. Whereas the reason you should make a decision in life should not be about money, should not necessarily be about location. It should be about fit for what you do and how you do it. And it's a bad fit. Now, will he play his second year? I don't know. I think it all depends upon how it, it ends. Um, the, the interesting thing about the second year is how many Patriots have left the Patriots and the first year they were good and the second year was an abject disaster? Yep, uh, th- many. We've seen that with some guys who have moved on and, and that could happen here with Brady, especially, I agree, Doug, if if this ends badly this season. You know what I mean? And then what I mean is, say they make the playoffs and Brady's has an awful game and has two pick sixes or just doesn't play well and looks old and doesn't look good then all the criticism will come down. He got, we gave you everything you wanted, whatever. And, and you, you don't expect anybody to get better as they get older, unless there's a blue pill involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, but, but like, like, look, this is how it, it traditionally ends though, with quarterbacks. This is how it ends. I mean, remember the playoff game, which led to Dan Marino retiring where, you know, they just got humiliated by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right? I mean, even I'm Peyton Manning, they won the Super Bowl, but he was awful. He was Could, awful that couldn't game. Throw a, couldn't throw a football. You know, John Elway wasn't great at the end. I know, I know he helicoptered in the end zone, but they won because Terrell Davis, the offensive line, they had a great defense. They ran the football. And I mean, Brett Favre ended his career with an interception, right? For, for well, no, he, remember, he, and then he came back the next year. Did he come back? Okay, yes. I, remember I, that? That was when they got on the plane and got him off the tractor, brought him back. He had that terrible Nike hat. It was like his favorite hat. And here's how bad it was in Minnesota. He got hurt. The streak ended. And the Metrodome, actually, the roof collapsed. Right? That's it was right. Like, it was symbolic of, of the end <laughs> of his career. So this is actually very normal for how it ends even though he looks better, he looks younger, his teeth, his hair, his skin looks amazing, right? The truth is he's 43 years old, and this is usually how it ends. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. But the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or ten, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Christina Pink is going to be on the sideline of Fox's call of the Cowboys and the Washington football team. Uh, there's a Thanksgiving tradition, right? We get the Lions and we get the Cowboys. Now we get Washington against the Cowboys, traditional rivalry. And Christina joins us now on the Dan Patrick Show. And uh, Christina, it's interesting. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. What what You're going to work and then are you going to have a meal? Is there a crew meal? Like how does it actually work? Um, well, thankfully, being here in, in Dallas and, and working with Troy uh, the last couple years we've been here, he has had us over at, at Casa de Aikman. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very appreciative of that. So I think he'll have a little something for, for uh, the crew working after the game. Excellent. Um, okay, so what, what both of these teams, if you look at their records, if you look at the injuries, especially the Cowboys have, have suffered, both of these teams, you would think playing for draft position, but then you look at the division like dude, both these teams could easily win this division. What's the mood around these teams heading into the Thanksgiving Day game? I know it's pretty bizarre because I was talking to a couple of Washington players yesterday and I'm like, look, I mean, realistically, you guys could end up winning a division or you could end up with a top five pick like this is, and it's like, yep, 2020, that's, that's the way it is. <laughs> we feel like there's an opportunity here and we have to take advantage. And, you know, the other thing is they're playing on a big stage. They haven't played in the prime time all year. They know everybody's watching and everyone kind of has that feel of like, this is the game we can show out. This is the game where we can tell people that we're kind of turning the tide. And obviously the mood is, is a little different with with Dallas, with everything that happened this week. So I think it's kind of unique with the emotions that are going to be riding both teams coming into this game. Christina, how how has your job changed with COVID and and dealing with players and being around? How does that work? It's crazy. I mean, I really – I know you introduced me as a sideline reporter. I haven't been on a sideline all season. (laughs) So it is – it's pretty crazy. Uh, I'm in – the first row of every stadium is kind of designated as what we call the moat. And mm-hmm. that is where 
I do all of my reporting in game from the first row of the stands. And during the week, it's really all calls. You know, a lot of my information, which was my favorite part, would be coming from game day, like talking to assistant coaches, talking to players, especially when you have stuff where guys are questionable or last-minute injuries, being able to talk to people before the game. I've still been able to do that a little bit, um, you know, obviously socially distanced, talking to guys like when they're in near the tunnel or coaches at halftime. But for the most part, all of that legwork happens during the week via Zoom or conference calls or like me talking to guys individually all before the game. So it is a little different. Um, hopefully we get it back to normal one day. <laughs> but for right now, we've, we've kind of made it work. But I do miss the in-person interactions that you get from going to practices and talking to guys before the game on the field. Yeah, no, it's and I mean those those meetings and and being around the field. That's where you you know you learn about those teams. They tell you about other teams and about other yeah. like everything else going on in the league. I I only did it once. I can't imagine doing an entire season. Uh, but it is it is mind blowing on all the different information that you're able to and people and you've been doing it long enough. You know everybody in in the league. Christina Pink joining us. Uh, you will see her and hear her voice as part of. Uh, of Fox's coverage of the Washington football team taking on the Dallas Cowboys. There is a great story, right? I mean, Alex Smith playing football is a pretty remarkable story that I'm sure will be told several times over today. Uh, but but what is what is the feeling around Washington in terms of his level of effectiveness? I will tell you that, by the way, I honestly think that more people are concerned about Alex Smith than Alex Smith is about himself. <laughs> Because, you know, you watch him, you see what he's gone through the last two years, and he's taking hits out there, he's getting sacked, and, you know, talking to him, he's like, ah, I, I feel comfortable out there, I feel fine, I'm not thinking about it. Um, but people do feel like, especially with talking with Ron Rivera, that he'll get better as the season's gone on. I was actually just looking at some of Washington's numbers in the first six weeks, compared to now, the last few weeks of the season, completely different team offensively, and they do feel like, He's getting a lot sharper as the weeks go on. He's a lot comfortable. They can open up the offense more. And obviously, he's playing for Scott Turner. He played for Norv before, so there is some familiarity. And he's getting more comfortable as the season's going on. But they do feel like he's effective. He's helping about, a really, really young receiver core as well. How about on the Dallas side? Mike McCarthy's now a cut-rate uh, Gallagher with smashing watermelons. It was a <laughs> terrible start for him. And, I mean, there's three and seven, but – it it was the the hinges were coming undone uh, early on down there in Dallas for him. Uh, where's Mike McCarthy at in his head and and his hold on that football team? I think he feels feels pretty good from our conversations with him yesterday. I do think that people don't talk enough, which obviously no one's making excuses for all the injuries they've had this year. But if you put it, they could probably, you know, have like an all-star team of guys that they've got in the, in the training room right now. And when you lose Dak, that's pretty significant. I know Andy Dalton played pretty well last week, but I think they feel like in these last couple of games, especially obviously their defense hasn't played well this season, if they can come together on the defensive side of the ball, that'll be the big difference maker for them. How you know, it's it's interesting. They they got rid of you know they they got rid of some guys mid season. Um, mm-hmm. Like did 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 that change the level of buy in in that locker room? Well, I can tell you that I 
think yes, but I also think it's very notable that other teams have pointed that out. You know, talking to some of the Washington guys, they said this is a very different team. We all saw what happened in the first game, but all the moves they made defensively, like this is a different team that we're going to be facing on Thanksgiving Day. So I do think not only obviously there's a buy-in, a change, you know, kind of like a different energy when you make those kinds of moves, but it's notable that other teams have brought that up as well. How about Ezekiel Elliott? And when the Cowboys a couple of years ago were really good, uh, it was about him running first and Dak throwing second, and then somehow it got switched around and Dak started throwing more and Ezekiel started running less uh, or not as much or not as effective, I guess, maybe. Uh, as Ezekiel, I, I think he had 100 yards his last game. Uh, how important is he to get back to, to being able to be a productive runner and, and will that help the Cowboys uh, uh, win? Well, it, it's huge, of course. And, I, and, you know, he's coming off of a good game. I also know he's been really good traditionally playing on Thanksgiving. He's averaged 133 scrimmage yards. So it could be the breakout day for him. And I think that will, tell, you know, go a long way towards what Dallas wants to do here, kind of making a push towards the end of the season but it is it's kind of on his legs there's been a little bit of a shift over the years but I think especially with the injury to Dak and their their offense trying to find a groove it does need to lean a bit more on Zeke and we might see that here in the last few weeks of the season now now part of what we we, we should discuss and I know you're going to have to bring it up today uh there's this tragedy where Marcus Paul who I look like the picture of health 54 years old he had some sort of medical emergency and he died at 54. They had to, you know, they, they canceled practice one day and the next day they did everything kind of virtually. I would have to think that that's got to be really hard to go to work. I mean, hmm. if, if you've been around a, a, a college or professional football team, the strength coach is the guy. That's the connective tissue between the position coaches, the coordinators and the players. Uh, be, because they're totally bought into just making the players right, making the players better. How are these guys dealing with such a tragic event? It's awful. It's it's really awful, and I can't imagine what they're going through right now to have to get back to the facility yesterday and then have to play a game. And you know, like it's you. you guys are really great at compartmentalizing in this league, but this is fresh. You know, we talked to yesterday when we were talking to Coach McCarthy, this was even prior to the announcement of the passing yesterday. So this is just coming in like 24 hours before they have to play a game significantly, a division game. And so it's tough. It's really difficult for them. You're going to have guys with a lot of emotion playing through this. And it's very stoic from everything I've heard just around the facility. You know, guys, it's been tough, you know, and I don't know if there's any other way to say it than it's just, it's been difficult. It's, were been there, it's been really tough on them. Christine, were there other players around when this happened? Or was it, was he in his office and somebody found him? Like, do you, I mean, and it's not for morbid details, but I can only, I can only imagine that if certain players were around him and saw it happen, it becomes, you know, even, even harder, even harder to, to come back from quickly. I'm not sure. The next, yeah. I'm not sure specifically who was there. I know it was in the facility on, what was that? That would have been Tuesday morning. And that's why they, you know, they closed the facility and he had, um, you know, as they described a, a medical emergency, the training staff looked at him and then he went to the hospital. But, you know, I, 
it's it's going to be a really difficult, not just a difficult day, a difficult week. Um, obviously, it's going to affect the Cowboys organization, their players, their staff. But even Ron Rivera brought up this week that he played with him yeah. in Chicago. So everybody's thinking about him. Yeah. And so it is. It's, it's, it's really, really tough. Yeah, he was a great player back at two-time All-American at Syracuse. Of course, played uh, five seasons in the National Football League, and was with the Giants organization for I think eleven years. Now he's part. been with a lot of winning. He's done yeah. a lot of winning, uh, right? He was with the Patriots and the Giants. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's just yeah. kind of a, a remarkable personal story. Well, listen, uh, Christina, I, I hate to end it on, on a bad note, but we do appreciate you joining happy us. Happy Thanksgiving. Wish you a happy too. Thanksgiving. Crush it today, as you have been all season long. And thanks for being our guest. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Wishing you a great Thanksgiving to all you guys. And, you know, hopefully you enjoy it out there in California. <laughs> thank you. That's uh, Chris- right. Christina, Christina Pink. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Do you design, engineer, build, or maintain buildings in California? Do you want to gain more knowledge about energy efficiency or learn what's new with electrification? Each year, PG&E Energy Centers offer more than 500 free online classes. Get a competitive advantage when you learn from industry experts through live webinars or over 80 on-demand classes. Fill your career by enrolling at pge.com slash training. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 